IVM TFG Football is an IVM production and you can also check out their other awesome shows like Geek Fruit with fellow and television geek Tejesh Jishnu and Dinkar as they discuss the world of science fiction and nerd culture. You're listening to TFG Football. Welcome everyone, it's a new episode of the TFG Indian Football Podcast and we, I am your host Siju Matthew and I have both boys here, Kevin and Chiranjit. Hello boys. Hello Siju. Hi Chiranjit. Hello. So today before we, well we are continuing with the previews of the ISL teams and I-League teams but before that whatever news, what's making, let's see what's making news in the Indian football. Uh, now India is going to play Myanmar, the home leg is on 14th of November, Children's Day. Yes. Is it? So I think Goa should be doing some, you know, great tie-ups with some schools around, colleges around, and say, "Hey, chutti hai, jaake football deko, watch India play." It, it's gonna be the it's gonna be the most you know PG thirteen event ever held in Goa. Yeah, and uh, the squad is out, so the camp is being held in Mumbai, uh, like always. <laughs> uh, well, we have not many changes, but two players have been dropped uh, due to injuries, and that's Nikhil Pujari and Roland Borges. Unfortunate news, Kevin. Roland Borges goes away from midfield. Who is going to replace him? Very interesting. Lindo, Lindo is free. <laughs> Maybe one man show. He'll run. No, he can do that. He can do that. <laughs> he just put in uh, another striker up front, and uh, he can manage the entire. of midfield himself i mean the central midfield not the entire midfield Hmm. Yes, but it is more or less the same squad, right? I mean, apart even if you take these two players out, it's more or less the same players. Uh, Chiranjit, any surprises for you? Yeah, why take out more or less when you're playing in? I mean, why take you take out Roland Borges? I said more or less. Why <laughs> you taking out Roland Borges when you're playing in Goa? Come on, I mean. I wish to wish to see him there man he, he was his is actually yeah, we know that he's not been the best but yeah take care man give him some chance but i guess uh, what uh, uh, constantine is thinking uh, is that uh, this is going to be the last match we're going to play in a while there are no more fifa dates between uh, uh, november and march hmm. so for four months he's not going to uh, see the, his players again so he's just trying to try out something new and uh, well Uh, we we need to win this we need to uh, you know uh, keep trying for the pot too but with the situation in uh, aiff everything going down the drain we may not get get enough good friendlies in march uh, hmm. to uh, sort of make up uh, for uh, for what we need to do so Yeah, might as well try some new new guys out in this game. Yeah, it should be a good game, and uh, we'll talk about it in detail when we are closing in on the date. Now, hopefully, uh, they have a good camp and they could put up a good show in Goa. Uh, moving on, some other news that Azal FC and Bengaluru FC have been given the license, the club license, AFC club license, and it's it's a big thing. Uh, I mean, it shows that. they are serious about what they are doing and i think they deserved it because they've been putting up a great show not only in terms of playing well in their top division but also doing at the grassroots level and we know both these two clubs are in in it for a long term right we all know that ajranjit uh, your thoughts on that i mean it's a good it's well, a bengaluru, bengaluru fc yeah the thing is bengaluru fc have had uh, an afc club license since 2015 so no uh, Uh, surprises there aizol hmm. uh, fc this is their first time they got licensed uh, and uh, uh, unfortunately they are having to move their afc matches to guwahati to get 
whole, the whole thing approved hmm. because i i mean the the issue is that the airport is too far away and they don't have any five star hotels in aizawl yeah that's why they missed out i mm. mean <laughs> afc regulations have some strange things man um meanwhile uh, east bengal and mohan bagan uh, i i think both these clubs have everything uh, they require most of the things they require to get a club license uh, what the issue with mohan bagan was that they have uh, sanjay sen uh, who who has a a license and not the pro coaching license so uh, yeah they they falling short of that criteria sanjay sen could have done uh, the whole uh, the pro license thing but this summer but he felt sick he had a uh, he had a stroke and he had to be uh, you know hospitalized and operated on so that went out of the window so mohan bagan did not get uh, the uh, the afc license east bengal meanwhile they have a pro license coach uh, in uh, in khalid jamil but guess what happened with them east bengal don't know when they're going to play like the i league fixtures are not out yet okay so when you don't know which date you're going to play on hmm. you cannot rent a stadium right okay, i mean yeah yeah so so they said uh, they have not signed the papers uh, with uh, the salt lake stadium yet so what this does is that they cannot show uh, salt lake stadium uh, at this moment with with document to back this up and uh, the new afc regulation uh, requires a 5000 seat bucket seat wala stadium you have to show if you are and going to get uh, an afc uh, club license hmm. so because of the fixtures being completely out of whack in i league is bengal are also not getting afc club license so okay. both these clubs will get uh, you know uh, the national license and same thing with everybody else uh, total total seven i league clubs will get a license this season uh, uh, national license um, the, the committee will reconvene and give out the licenses later and uh guess how many isl teams are uh, getting a license zero hey, none of bengaluru. them have applied <laughs> bengaluru yeah, bengaluru have had it from before yeah, yeah. i'm talking about like uh, you know and bengaluru fc are uh, applying without even playing a single uh, isl match right other than that the other nine uh, leave out jamshedpur fc because they have just they just been formed others have been given a one year exception so before 2019 uh, we are not going to see a single uh, isl team with a club license neither hmm. national nor afc hmm. well that's the case right it's that, that's how the scenario is but kevin what does it mean as well i've seen bengaluru fc you think it's they've been rewarded like for what they've been doing i, I think uh, it's part of uh, uh, they had to get it uh, as well fc yeah. because you know they're playing in the afc champions league and obviously if they do not uh, manage to be successful there they do drop and play in the afc cup mm. so it, it had to be given uh, to as well fc uh, unless that uh, it was impossible but again uh, uh, talking about isl teams uh, they are not in here for uh, they are franchise based teams and till they do not get a guarantee that uh, the, the isl becomes a top tier is difficult for these teams to you not know, take those approaches where uh the initiatives you know mm. have to come from the team themselves uh like for example bengaluru fc they already have a plan in place for right from the inception mm. so it, it's you know again what what do you want to see in the long term so bengaluru fc has got it sorted for a long, very long time uh so not not a problem uh, for the isl teams it's not a mandate that they have to uh, get the license in place to go ahead mm. yeah also for the fact that i mean 
we always kept saying right i mean other professional football teams or clubs should look at bengaluru see how they work and function i think it's now time that the isl teams now that bengaluru is in isl the other uh, teams and franchises should look at them because more or less they're all the corporate teams right they're all funded by corporates yep. and all of that so i think it's a great example put out there and it's time that they take things seriously and they know that here at least they show us that they're here for the long term uh now moving on chiranjit mentioned mohan bagan what do we have about mohan bagan pre-season <laughs> fc pune city defeated mohan bagan 4-1 <laughs> what happened chiranjit yeah. what happened yeah complete bad performance uh, from mohan bagan uh, they were trying to experiment with the defend uh, defense uh, put in gurjinder which was uh, you know this is a pre-season match so uh, you you get away with things like that but there is there is no way like okay this was a closed door friendly and what we are uh, what information we have is what mohan bagan's fans saw from uh, the crack of a gate okay and and uh, you know they they basically had to struggle to get a get keep that gate a little bit open to get catch a glimpse of the match and uh, there there was a bouncer that tried to throw them out of the stadium premises during that so all of that happened um, so uh, apparently complete uh, lack of uh, you know turning up for the game from the mohan bagan defense they they did well in the first half uh, when pune fc were the uh, pune city fc were the actually attacking side they dominated most of the time second half mohan bagan started playing uh, much better uh, they uh, they were uh, trying to create chances but what was happening was that sony norde was uh, uh, you know just uh, moving up the left flank as he does but the others especially dipanda who was uh, playing the first match with the club he he was uh, not prepared at all uh, to he was not prepared to what to play he, he had never he had never played with sony norde before so he was not uh, he was not matching up uh, with the positioning that sony norde requires in order to put the cross into the goal so, so the club so, so the club players have to adjust to sony norde now yeah Yeah, they have to because if is, yeah, if if you are, I have never heard this thing anywhere else. I know. No, I've heard it's you not. Have to it's not Tony to... Norde, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, it's not Tony Norde. If your if your winger is going up, so the striker has to adjust the position to get to the ball, right? So that was not the case. Uh, you know, uh, the pace that Tony Norde was creating was not being matched up by the central striker. So they so, could have sub Tony uh, Norde then. they could have some sony norde then who would be creating the chances because the midfield was complete dog shit uh, they did not play chesterfall ling though probably because this is against his par- uh, parents club so they benched him and tried out somebody else and the right right wing just completely shut down so so basically mohan bagan created no chances through the right wing and what happened was that uh, 20 25 minutes into the game pune city re- realized that these guys have a dog shit midfield and a dog shit right wing so let's put three guys on sony norde and uh, three defenders just manned sony norde and they just kept fouling him but still uh, you know mohan bagan sort of created uh, at least seven eight uh, set piece opportunities scored from a corner all of that went down and uh, because the defense was uh, not turning up either anyway uh, they conceded three goals so more or less FC Pune City dominated the proceedings they uh, they were the better team so they won Mohan Bagan need a lot of work because uh, this set of players have not been playing together for long you know the, the team that was playing in CFL was very different the one that went to Sikkim Gold Cup was also very different 
so lots of time uh, i mean lots of uh, making up to do for mohan bagan if this is not a red flag for their season i don't know what else it can be so well, they need to step up well i think all the high league teams have a lot of time for them you know to prepare uh, because uh, just like you know the way they are going we yet, yet don't have a confirmation on the dates of the leagues i think they have a lot, yeah, of, lot of time it, to prepare yeah we it may be it may be that uh, you know the high league will start in february Yeah, you never know. It's AIFF, <laughs> AIFF, right? The stepmotherly treatment. So you never know. We are still in doldrums about that fixtures, but once we know, uh, we will let you know as well. <laughs> Or else, if it's the other way around, if you guys know, let us let us know too. <laughs> uh, the thing is, uh, what uh, you know, ESPN put out that uh, uh, story that I League is set to begin from 25th November. So some people, uh, some club owners have been say told like your matches on 28th, be prepared. Prepared. Some have been told 25th, and Ranjit Bajaj said he had been told 22nd. So if I League starts on 25th, <laughs> how come Minerva Punjab is playing on 22nd? Uh, I don't know, man. Nothing, is, nothing makes sense. <laughs> nothing makes sense. It's it's all out of. Uh, well, all we know is India is a footballing nation now. That's all we have. That's yes. all we care about. So let's move on. We'll slip into a short break now. And on the other side, we have two teams to preview, and both the teams—one uh, from ISL, the other from I League—but both are connected to Northeast. So let's find out which teams are we going to talk about. Coming soon on the other side. Hi, I'm May, and I'm a huge fan of the indie music scene in our country—a scene that's. Relatively underground, even though it sometimes speaks its head overground. But there's no shortage of talent, and I get the privilege of interviewing some of the most awesome musicians on my show. I've had the likes of Euphoria, Kirsch Kale, Hardcore, Randolph Coria. I've had singer-songwriters, folk singers, electronic music producers, playback singers, rappers, fusion artists, instrumentalists, classical musicians, and so on. Whether mainstream or not, these people have chosen to release their original music, and these are the people currently. Currently shaping the direction in which our music scene is heading. Join me on my show every Monday and tune in to discover the unique talent coming out of India today. You can catch Made in India on your favorite podcasting app or our very own IVM podcast app. Welcome back, and yes, it was a short break because we don't like you know to keep ourselves quiet for a very long time. So let's that let's start talking. And today we have Northeast United from ISL, and we're looking at Neroka, the champions from second division who've earned their spot in the top division league. But first, let's look at the Northeast United squad. Now, when you look at Northeast United squad, for me, I am looking at the Indians there, and I'm like, wow. They, they've always they've always uh, amazed with that part, right? Because they've always had the young, uh, the local players from there, uh, from all the states from north. Because they call themselves Northeast United, so I'm sure most of them are from that side. But young, fr- young legs, and we always say a fresh team. But just like I said, when I look at all the uh, Indian players, they're like, okay, one after the other. You pick, you keep picking. When you're looking at the goalkeeping side, as Ranish TP, and when you go ahead, but I have just one doubt: Will Nirmal Chetri play? <laughs> I won't be will surprised. Ch- will Nirmal Chetri stay on the field for 90 minutes? Not. We are not talking about substitution. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one, Kevin. Kevin, let's start with you itself. Now, since I mentioned Nirmal Chetri, so look at the goalkeeping side. Will definitely go to Ranish TP, right? I mean, he knows the condition that North East United. He's played there for the team in the past, so I think there is no other. I mean, you know, you you won't choose anyone else over him unless there's an injury. But you have you have any other thoughts? Do you agree on that or? or? Yeah, Rennie Stepi is the first choice, obviously, and he's the player who was also retained. Yeah. Uh, so, you know that that uh, itself shows that uh, there will be a reliability on his uh, goalkeeping. Um, you know, the, the 
the the the indian midfield here in north east united uh, mm. in the, uh, indian defense i mean mm. uh, yes it looks strong uh, with niralmit chetri there and singh is also yeah. there Robert. Uh, uh, yeah so it, it's kind of you know uh, it's not the very most promising def- defense here you know uh, the the reason being they they do require someone uh, in the foreign foreign department mm. to get and get some stability yeah. here so uh, i feel you know you you might just see a leaky defense at the start of the season unless uh, they can just because uh, they are on tour still uh, mm. I'm, i'm sure they they might be back or uh, very shortly so they are kind of doing okay but uh, the defense again needs to need to needs mm. to work a little so rajit what do you think about those three defenders the foreign defenders here will they be crucial to the defense line for northeast yeah of course uh, uh, i see this is this uh, the this is not the strongest team mm. in isl yeah. all right but what what actually uh, you know stands out about this team when you uh, put up for uh, look at it at the first glance is that uh, the of course uh, the indians are there but uh, you know when you when you're looking at the uh, you know caliber of the foreign players that they have brought in they will uh, you know take the driving seat uh, and this is actually more so in the case than the other seasons right uh, you have uh, samina 6 uh, six, 6 uh, six foot 2 inch uh, guy uh, sporting cp like uh, sporting club portugal uh, he played for their b team uh he he can score from the set pieces he's actually played for the uh you know guinea bissau uh national team for a while uh, you have another very tall portuguese defender uh gonçalves hmm. and uh, he's also played in clubs like uh, sion uh, and uh, represented portugal under 21 uh, then another 6 foot 2 all the all the foreign defenders by the way in north east united are 6 foot 2 hmm. uruguayan defender uh, from uh, wanderers uh, monte uh, montevideo uh, wanderers so these are uh, the three defenders along with we have uh, robert lalzla moana from azol fc and rigan singh yeah. so these are five good defenders i i didn't even count sunil uh, malshetri there and gursimrat singh <laughs> seven seven total good and abdul hakku by the way <laughs> good good uh, defense but uh just just look at uh, what the point i was trying to make was three foreign defenders who are very good experience backed up by indian uh, defenders some of them nirmal chitri let's let's count him out in point uh three defenders it's okay let's let's imagine that have, he has got a second yellow and he is out <laughs> yeah 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 so uh nirmal chitri just is just uh, disturbing the equation here yeah. so three foreign defenders with experience and they have three foreign strikers with experience so what this does is that uh, this gives them an uh, an ability of uh, completely switching where the weight of the team is mm-hmm. uh, they can uh, they, if they are if they are in a situation where they need to go full on attack they can uh, use uh, you know an all indian defense and put three strikers out there they if they really need to uh, put all the emphasis on uh, the defense they can leave one striker uh, uh, one foreign striker out there and use three foreign defenders and just uh, you know close out the game the th- this team can change directions very easily within the course of a game and that is not the case Uh, with most other teams. Hmm. Yeah. Now when I look at uh, moving on with the midfielders, we look at one name that comes first, Roland Borges. <laughs> so here he is. Uh, I think he was Rowling. also 
ലാലുക്ക് No, Lal Rindika Ralte is the leader over here. Uh, he's got the, the most experience among uh, the Indian squad here. And uh, I think his role will be pivotal hmm. in this uh, uh, kind of a team that's not looking very strong. But uh, he's the one who can change things over here because he, he can uh, climb up from the left wing. uh he does play you know a bit of defensive at times but uh his set pieces are something to you know die for he he's one guy who can just uh, create panic uh, with his pinpoint balls so for me he's the leader i i won't be surprised if uh, he he's given the captain's armband but uh, again uh, we've not seen the trend usually it's the foreigners uh, who you know take charge over here uh yes uh, roland bodges now he's going through an injury phase uh, i hope he can be back uh, when the season starts so he along with uh no someone in the midfield that is uh, one of the brazilians now that can be a pairing that uh, we can see uh, create some wonders so yes as chiranjit pointed out you know the foreigners will play a crucial role uh, role not just in in the defensive uh, in the midfield as well so the brazilians sure are looking you know uh, looks set to you know pair up with one of the indians in the mm. central midfield so most likely it's going to be marcino we've seen him uh, get some game time in the foreign tours so you know, we also got uh, uh, along with that uh, uh, maite is there yeah. no he is one of the names that uh, you know can be seen as uh, making substitute appearance at the beginning but uh, you know during the due course of the season uh things might just take a, sh- a different shape according to the formation and tactics of coach mm, okay chiranjit on the same page or you have something yeah, else yeah well uh, you're going to uh, you're going to have marcino in the attacking midfield uh, rolin bodges in uh, defensive midfield if they need to go a bit more aggressive they can have uh, in a final lalrempia replace rolin bodges in the central midfield lalrempia dalte uh, i'm i'm actually really looking forward to this uh, to him this season because it seems like he's got a good chance to start a lot on the left and uh, left mm. wing mm. and uh, you know uh, and he's got he's got some really good uh, strikers to cross to in the in the middle so that's good for him well moving on with the forwards like chiranjit also mentioned you know we have three strike they have three strong strikers as well uh, along with if you look at the two indian names even they can balance it off uh, holy charan nazari and semnilin dungel if i'm i'm sorry if i'm pronouncing it wrong dungel uh, dungel okay there you go uh, my bad and chiranjit what do you think forward strikers i mean you mentioned about the strikers but if you look at overall mm. we do have a balance here Yeah, well, Holy Charan and Semin Lin uh, are both uh, still up and coming, right? Uh, mm. I mean, Semin Lin is uh, how old? He's uh, he's twenty three. Mm. Uh, Holy Charan, uh, he, he's also twenty three. Both of them have been doing uh, some good work uh, for for the Indian under twenty three and Indian uh, under uh, Indian national team as well. Actually, Semin Lin has uh, not played yeah. for uh, Indian national team yet, yeah. so he's he's played for under twenty three. So. these are two good uh, you know solid prospects to pick up but you don't want them to start uh, right out yet mm. especially when you have uh, odair fortes or luis paez or uh, danilo over here i would really love to see a trifecta 
of uh, or, or a triumvirate of Marcelo, uh, Marcino, Adelson, and Danilo. Three mm. Brazilians yeah. leading the attack from the midfield up. So doesn't matter if you uh, put the weight on the midfield; it will actually. I mean, I mean, I would, I would love to see that. I love it, Indian-Brazilian combination uh, for some reason. So just, just put an all-Indian midfield, uh, like put uh, the two Brazilians and just one striker ahead. Even that would work out fine for them. Hmm. And uh, it, it, yeah, it's, it's good, man. Uh, the, the weight once again uh, looks like in the midfield. Uh, I don't know why they have five good strikers in the team. How many injuries they're expecting? I think they're paranoid after uh, you know, having their main players just getting out of action uh, so often uh, that screwed up their chances. So they just went, went just uh, all out on this. But yeah, it, it looks good. It's not the strongest. You don't see like uh, slayers out here. But uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, it, there's stability. Hmm. Kevin? Alfaro, Katsumi, Yusha. And uh, you know, this, this will hurt them. Uh, these guys were, were actually the ones who were holding the team together. Velez, Velez. Velez, yes. <laughs> the trio, just missing him. Now this, uh, who, who's going to be replacing them? Uh, who, who can take the... the, the you know that performances that they you know brought out towards the end of the season that yeah. got them so close to getting into the playoffs last season. So I think uh, it's going to be these new uh, foreigners mm. that are going to uh, be a game changer. So yes, I do see uh, you know uh, pairing uh, in the foreign department. That's uh, Danilo and Oder who's been starting a lot and in in the foreign tours. So Nazari, yes, uh, as Chiranji is saying, yes, he's got experience on him. But uh, again, it's against teams like Nepal, you know, mm. in the friendlies, mm. not he, not really in uh, the competitive matches. So mm. he, he's still he's still to get there. Uh, same with uh, Dungil there. So that's that's the part over here uh, that you know it, it's more favorable to uh, the foreigners to be seen in the okay, striking well. department. Overall, when you look at it, it's okay. Not a very bad, but you don't have that great team. Like, you know, as Kevin rightly mentioned, those names that are missing, that we've seen them in the past. Uh, but let's see, there's Portuguese coach right now. And, you know, they have, uh, he's also got the assistant and the strength and condition coach also from Portugal. So let's see how João Carlos Perez, they use one person. They are not those three guys I mentioned. That's one guy. Uh, let's see how the Portuguese flavor uh, works here with some Brazilian as well, because they have... Brazilian players in the squad. So let's see how Northeast United play when the season starts. We think it's fairly okay team. Not great, but not that bad as well. Uh, moving on with the I-League team. Now we have Nerokaya, who are the second division champions, who were the second division champions, which earned them a spot in the top division. Uh, well, that itself says that they were all you know, throughout, they were fighting hard. They've earned this place. But before we start off, I must admit that, you know, I'm not very familiar with any players here that's my bad but I am looking forward to getting myself familiar with these players uh, you never know there's a future star here who's becoming, going to be big enough now we start with Chiranjit Chiranjit what do you think about this new team who will be playing in the top division league yeah well uh, the uh, Niroka recently played a uh, match against Northeast United and uh, Northeast United won it 2-0 hmm. uh, it, it was an open door friendly you know, not like these uh, closed door craps uh, so it was uh, the scoreline sort of flattered uh, Northeast United because this team put up a hell of a fight. Mm. Uh, this it it just looks like uh, they have been able to put together a very credible side on a very short notice, and part of it is because uh, the people associated with this club have been active. Uh, 
uh, in a very uh, in Indian football for a very long time. Uh, for example, uh, the the owner group is uh, actually you know a relative of Renidi Singh. Hmm. So you know that uh, when you have a, a powerful figure like that, uh, who is loosely loosely associated with the club, he's going to get you some really good signings, and that's what happened. So yeah, this is uh, you know they they managed to get in uh, people like. Saran Singh, Sushil Kumar, Pitan, yeah. Pitan Singh, uh, Subhash Singh, uh, Lalit Thapa is in there, uh, and uh, some uh, pretty uh, new, uh, pretty good new signings as well. They've actually uh, secured Akhiluddin Irizaidov. I think he was uh, known as Amirov to most East Bengal fans last season. So yeah, uh, all of that uh, seems to be uh, falling into place for them, and. And a few good uh, foreign signings as well. So uh, don't discount uh, this team. That's what I'm going to say. They have a lot of players in their squad who are uh, who have been, you know, retained from the second division uh, team, and they will be playing in this uh, level for the first time. But with the with the amount of uh, you know guidance backing them up. I don't really think uh, that's going to be uh, you know, too much of a problem. They're going to be a more credible or com- competitive side, let's say, than Aizawl FC in their first season. Hmm. Kevin, no, I must admit I have not seen this team play, but uh, definitely uh, one thing is for sure: uh, the the coach of this team, uh, Gift. No, I, I love the I'm, Gift. Yeah, I, I love that name. Uh, you know, he was he was part of uh, Pune FC when uh, they were in uh, in the top division, and uh, he's worked his way through the youth ranks. You know, he was part of the teams that were under 15, under 17. Mm. Then finally, he was in charge, you know, as an assistant coach of the senior team. So that gives you an uh, understanding that uh, he he's worked his way up and he's seen players grow. So when you talk about the northeast, uh, you see talents come up mm. and. The Northeast is, you know, there is a tie-up between uh, Northeast United and uh, Neroka. Obviously, there's some strategic tie-up. They've got some, uh, you know, mutually uh, benefiting uh, clauses there. So, obviously, that uh, friendly was also part of it. So, yes, uh, coming back to this team, uh, which will be playing in the top division, uh, not not known very uh, not very known players uh, except uh, Sushil Kumar here, uh, who has played. No, he's for that matter. Gormangi. You know the, these players are aging. You know they are well past their thirty thirty two, so uh, it's difficult to understand. You know what what uh, will go in this team uh, with respect to will it be you know a balanced side or will it be you know, but uh, the the experience as coach uh, comes in handy here. He's worked with a lot of players in you know, uh, Pune FC. Also, we've seen a lot of players coming from the northeast into the academy of mm. uh, Pune FC. So it, it's an all-around, all-around experience that uh, the coach brings to the team. And uh, the way they finished uh, last season, second division, I think well before uh, the season ended, they were already you know, uh, made champions. So that's the that the strength that they have. So coming to the top division for the, for the first time, uh, I think it's the it's the coach's experience that will um, make the difference here. Hmm. Now keeping to that point that you mentioned, uh, coach's experience. Now you being a coach, okay, I keep mentioning that. You know, it gives me a great privilege to say that. And uh, now when you have you know the team, but the team is relatively new in the top division with some other big names who've been there, done that kind of thing in the top division. But it's not like Chiranjit mentioned. It's not 
you know uh, cut away this side because they will be the champ- they can be a tough opponents and you know uh, just because we don't know some familiar names like when i say we i am putting myself in that uh, so you what would be the coach's strategy what will be the talk in the dressing room or before the season starts or while they are at it i think the talk comes is is the last part of uh, your coaching talk is always never going to you know change your game it's the hard work that you show on field it's the practice it's the pre-season you know where you get to know, you know your each other's strengths when you have a fairly new team that becomes more important you know like uh, chanjit mentioned sony norde and uh, dika cannot work together uh, that's that, that's again coming to the practice if this team has been playing for a long time there's nothing uh, that you no know, stops them from achieving the best Chiranjit, where do you see, as a summing up, where do you see Naroka doing and how do you see them doing? Because will they live up to the expectations? With a lot of, all eyes no, will be on them. It's not going to be, yeah, it's not going to be easy. Hmm. But you don't expect them to, you know, just win the league on the first season. Right. Uh, you know, they're not Bengaluru FC. Uh, but, uh, you know, they will they will hold up well. They will be fast. Uh, you know, uh, we always uh, keep saying, how mizoram premier league is so fast that uh, many i league uh, you know established players will not survive there and uh, i have never seen the manipur state league but uh, people tell me it's faster than the mizoram premier league hmm. so you you can say, uh, say that uh, so many of these players are coming straight out of that state league uh, they will be uh, super fast so we're going to we're going to have a team that's very fluid uh, and very good on the midfield midfield looks heavy as well yeah. uh, so uh, you know gormangi is there in the defense lalit thapa the 32 years old he's been uh, he's been uh, doing well in chachil brothers uh, he got some games for pune city as well uh, so uh, we have uh, you know the others like uh, govind singh he's got some top division experience uh, and we have uh, the likes of Saran Singh uh, and uh, Sushil Kumar Singh, Pritam uh, Singh up front, Subhash Singh up front, uh, and uh, in the in the middle you're going to see uh, the foreigners uh, fill in the gaps. It's very hard to immediately like give a verdict on this team because mm. uh, most of the players. We just just look at uh, look at the uh, squad list. Most of them are unknown to me yeah. at this point. Mm. So you can't you can't just uh, immediately say okay this will happen that will happen, but this this team it's it looks okay i mean uh, just just going by other similar teams who have uh, made their way into the top division for the first time as lajong was as royal waindo was uh, or even uh, even uh, you know when bhawanipur was trying to do well they these guys just come in to try to prove something hmm. right and and if they are uh, if they're coming in with that zeal they're going to uh, create uh, a lot of uh, you know upsets Yeah at least down the line. I mean I mean uh, teams like Chennai City FC Minerva Punjab need to watch out because they this club might just surpass surpass them hmm. Well yeah I mean uh, interesting interesting uh, thoughts out there and I'm eagerly looking forward to it's also going to be my homework uh, because uh, keeping an eye out for all these players in the team that are unknown that are unknown because you never know they're going to be catching your attention with their uh, gameplay on the field and it would be it'll be great to see some new action in i league uh, they may not have 
the experience playing as a team but there are few players who've tasted uh, the top division so let's see how that works out for them and if their coach uh, gift raiken uh, can keep his name to it says and saying you no know, probably gift the season uh, gift us the i league who who watched the top division some great uh, result out there and some great footballing out there It'll be fun to see and then we can slowly shift from mizoram to hey you know what manipur is also there uh, that's all folks today hope you enjoyed the show uh, let us know what you think about both these teams that we spoke about in the comment section below on the youtube channel of us uh, if you did like it then please show that you liked it like share and subscribe uh, hit the bell icon that you see so you get updates of our new episodes whenever it's out uh, we are a daily show so we'll come back to you tomorrow as well and continuing uh, proving the iceland i league teams respectively now you can talk to us directly on twitter chiranjit oja bojan_kevin sujumat94 follow the tfg football twitter handle where you get all the updates about in football you can also read about all these stories uh, on our website thefangrass.com have a great day folks cheers That was Tantrik Steve from Hansraj College, Delhi, performing at IIT Bombay's Mood Indigo. Just like them, there's a lot of new talent and art coming out of colleges all across India. But unfortunately, most of this goes completely unnoticed or ignored. To fix this, we started ATKT.in. Hi, I'm Ankur. I'm a musician and a rapper, and I found that one of the best things about being an artist myself is finding new talent. Through ATKT.in. Tanya my colleague who's a dancer and our whole team really is putting all of our efforts into discovering and promoting all the coolest talent that's coming out of colleges all across India and this goes up on our website our social media TV radio and now of course this podcast with IVM make sure you go to our website support the talent with your likes your shares your comments all of that really matters go ahead check it out atkt.in Good evening ladies and gentlemen this is your captain speaking sorry to say but there's been a slight delay due to the apocalypse having suddenly begun as you can see there's death destruction and chaos taking place all around us but don't you worry food and drinks will be served shortly and i would recommend checking out IVM podcasts to get some of your favorite indian podcasts we'll keep you going till this whole thing blows over thank you